But to begin this evening, we're visiting County Limerick and looking at a little-known clash between the local IRA and the Crown Forces. Tomorrow will be the 100th anniversary of this encounter. Kay Sheehy has the story. When the rising age was over, the rebellion then began. With the badly armed volunteers, with only a short-range gun. Now let's not forget the Grana men who played their part so well in the heart of County Limerick, in the shadows of Nockfearna Hill. The song you are listening to was written and sung by my neighbour Tommy Reardon. It is one of his tributes to the ambush at Woodcock Hill in Grana in County Limerick. The ambush happened on May the 10th, 1921 when a British patrol came upon an IRA execution party, moving a hostage known by the name of Ryan. Two of the IRA men were Michael O'Shea and Patrick Benson. Woodcock Hill is across the road from my home place in County Limerick, so I set off there to meet Tommy Reardon and another neighbour, Jimmy Chalk, to piece together the story. Jimmy Chalk set the scene. We're at the south end of Grana Parish, in a hill they call it Woodcock Hill. The townland is Colrus, as I say, the parish is Grana. We're looking straight up at the Belly Howrah Hills and over to the southeast at the Gelties, which is the southeastern border of Limerick. And you're looking that way then down towards Croom and Torrey Hill and Nockfirna and Ballingarry then are back to the west. Very much a rural community, and these would have been ordinary rural fellas as well. I asked Tommy Reardon to describe the ambush. You see, um, the volunteers were formed soon after the rising. Grana had won the Junior Hurling Championship in 1916, and there was a lot of them volunteers, there was a share of them playing hurling, and their captain was Mikoshia. They say he was an outstanding hurler. He was captain of the team and all. He later became a lieutenant in the volunteers. 1921, anyway, the tans the, the were patrolling the roads day and night here. They did everything to find out who the volunteers were. So they sent a spy around. He was supposed to be looking for work, but uh, he was on a spying mission. The volunteers, quick enough, decided to arrest him. They carried him up here to Woodcock. The, up to the house? Up, no, no. There was an outhouse there. It was a coach house one time. It was there he was held anyway, and they held him for a few days. But they were getting a bit, they were getting a bit shaky because the tans were, were patrolling the road constantly. They decided to move him down, cross the road, down to a house in Sheehy's. Uh, house. Yeah, yeah. But they never got there? They never got there. And as far as I know, he was only going to be staying there for a while and he was going to be carried back to Liskinis. He was going to be executed in Liskinis. Bob Cumbaugh, I was talking to him myself and he told me all about it. But it never happened anyway. He, he was going to have the job of the execution? Yeah, so he told me. Or the Tans must have got their info. And the time to the tea. 
The parter lorries on the roadside, three miles outside Brewery. As the tans approached the convey, they shouted, Who goes there? The spy was first to answer them as the bullets filled the air. The trial of the court case took place up here in a house uh, in Woodcock Hill. Ryan was believed to be the spy. They obviously had their own kind of, call them IRA courts, call them kangaroo courts, whatever you like. As far as I know, there was a four that we know of volunteers. There may well have been more and there may have been lookouts. After they tried Ryan and found him guilty, apparently they were leading him to a place of execution. They were making their way down the avenue when they were called to halt. When the firing broke out, Ryan saw his opportunity and he took off. And he ended up escaping on the British, the back of the British lorry. Well, it would appear that the British had been tipped off because they had parked the trucks about a half a mile away and had walked up, creeped back along here and were waiting inside a stone wall here uh, to the entrance, just over here as we're standing, almost at the entrance to the avenue. And as the lads were coming down along the avenue, I suppose it was about 300 yards long, as they were coming down the hill there, they were called in to halt. Some say they believed it was their own lads who were just out and saw these fellas approaching. But it wasn't. It was the British. And when they didn't halt immediately, they opened fire. They didn't hit the prisoner, and he was being laid. But they hit Patrick Benson, I think, in the shoulder and in the neck. And they hit Micochet and, and, I suppose, fairly badly wounded him. But he did survive. They ran down next door to a farmhouse, ordered the men to bring up his trap car without a horse or pony, and they literally threw the wounded men onto it and he had to take it over about a half mile over the road and they'd throw him onto the lorries as a result of heavy bleeding or what but Micochet unfortunately lost his life and uh, his father and sister had to go to Charleville to identify the body Now most of our unarmed men had made our get away but two brave men lay on the ground Pat Benson and Mikoshi. It must be devastating if he was such a, a GAA hero, Mikoshi, to oh, have that shot. Oh, that's for sure. A young man. Very sad, Tommy, yeah. <coughs> but, um, anyway, anyway, they brought him home, anyway. He was buried in Shanavaha. The RIC, they were the, the constabulary. They were some of them were our, our own crowd. They were across the road. They, they were ready to to move in if there was any bit of shots fired or anything. But uh, there was a huge crowd at it anyway. Because it must have been so shocking for the parish. Uh, oh, it must be terror. The tens, I think they burnt the post office in Grand around that time. They were driving Heather over. They were causing havoc anywhere. Michael Madden, I think he was Captain Michael Madden, he gave an oration at the graveside. With their comrades there beside him, they're scattered all around. Where tombs and walls from long ago lay on that sacred ground. 
So farewell to all those gentlemen, the best we've ever known. May they all be up in heaven, inside that heavenly throne. Porrick Hogan is a local genealogist and historian. I met him in Chanavaha Cemetery at the grave of Michal O'Shea, the murdered volunteer. We hear a lot about the activity in Tipperary and Cork, but there was probably just as much activity in uh, in the Limerick area. There was a, a significant attack on the Kilmallock uh, barracks, which was one of the biggest events of the time. And also, Grana being on the boundary between East and West Limerick, the East Limerick Battalion and West Limerick Battalion, the flying columns of both those battalions would have been moving through the Grana area on a, on a regular basis. So they would have seen uh, quite a bit of action. and they would have, The local houses would have had the need to... Um, to put up members you know, of the of the flying columns in their houses, and they they were heavily active in uh, drilling in the area with as you know some famous figures like De Valera, and they um, they provided a guard to Countess Markovitz when she visited the uh, brewery in 1919. And if one member of a family joined, several brothers tended to join. Uh, Michal O'Shea had two brothers in the local company and two brothers-in-law one of them my great-grandfather Bill Hogan From Kingsland came Jack Scanlon a rebel true and true Jack done what was the postman then should he told us all he knew of how he escaped the blackened hands when down a quarry he flew from Liskinet came Paddy Carroll, a tried and trusted man. But he was quick to join the column when the troubles first began. That song, written and performed by Tommy O'Reardon, paying tribute to the local men in Grana, County Limerick, and their role in the War of Independence. That ends that piece from Kay Sheehy on the Woodcock Ambush, which took place on the 10th of May 1921, a century ago tomorrow.